A shift in the car buying journey? How Toyota's new augmented reality will bring virtual vehicles to consumers across the United States so they can experience them up close and in person. Plus, the seven-year auto loan. Why America's middle class can't afford its cars. And what would happen if you put a freshly created human brain inside the body of an octopus and let it live at the bottom of the ocean? Let's talk about the implausibility of intelligence explosion. Hi, this is Ryan, and welcome to the Autoconverse Mobility Tech and Connectivity Podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. In this episode, I am co-hosting with my good friend, Terry Lancaster, from the Get You Some Radio Show. We welcome special guest Ashley Carr, head of B2B marketing at Car Gurus. Ashley joins us to talk about the upcoming Navigate conference being put on by Car Gurus. This inaugural event is designed to educate attendees on solutions to major challenges that dealerships face today, including areas like digital marketing, strategy, and leadership. The conference is being held in Boston on October 22nd and 23rd, and as an incentive for attending, CarGurus is extending a $300 discount off registration for AutoConverse podcast listeners. That's you, and that's more than 40% discount off the regular ticket price of $695. But hurry, the conference is only a week away. Go to AutoConverse.com forward slash CarGurus for details and enter promo code AutoConverse when registering to get your $300 discount. And when you do, let me know because I will be there. In fact, I'll be moderating the panel discussion called Not Your Dad's Car Lot, The Changing Face of Auto Retailing, featuring Carvana VP of Strategic Partnerships, Jeff Miller, ClearShift founder and president, Jeff Vanderwall, and Roadster COO, Rudy Thune. Again, that's October 22nd, Not Your Dad's Car Lot, The Changing Face of Auto Retailing. Tickets are $6.95, but as a podcast listener, you get a $300 discount with promo code AUTOCONVERSE. And I will also be hosting our weekly show from the conference as well. And with that, let's get into today's show. Speaking of old-fashioned ideas, there's a, there's a convention in Nashville next week, and, uh, and I'm going to be a booth babe. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and a uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think a thong, yeah, some, something like that might work. I had uh, I had some friends who were coming in town for a convention here in Nashville, and they did that. That's <laughs> they, they they needed some extra hands at at the convention, and they wanted some some folks to work it. So they're uh, they're going to get me to come out and just uh, shake hands and kiss babies and uh, and talk talk to people and you know kind of steer them toward the correct conversation. I don't know anything about their product. I don't even know what the convention is about. I'm just there. I'm sh- I'm going to show up and be pretty, Ryan. It's what I do. I have no doubt. I'm sure you will. Hey, listen. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's 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 my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. You could go one time a year when they play the uh, the Patriots. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's in Nashville. He lives in Nashville. He got season tickets to the Miami Dolphins. He sells off most of the tickets uh, for the year, but he uh, but uh, he he got them so he could watch the. He actually he got them so he could sell them when the Patriots come to town because he can sell them for about 
he get for uh, for the for the one game he makes his money back for the entire year, and then he'll go to a couple games throughout the year. Yeah, the pricing for the Patriots games yep. are just unreal. Like because the playoff games are set by the league, they're actually cheaper than regular games. Wow. <laughs> but he wants to go. He goes to Miami to watch the game, is what you're saying. He goes. To, he goes to Miami to watch other games. He he's gone to a couple Patriot games, but he ends up selling off the Patriot tickets because he can get so much money for the what? Patriots tickets that he uh, that he, he doesn't go. But he's he's a Boston guy. He's from Boston. And uh, but uh, so he's a fan, but he uh, he likes the money more. <laughs> Can watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He, he he watches it on TV. So folks, folks that are here live, uh, thank you for tuning in. We're here at our uh, weekly uh, mobility tech and connectivity show. This is our our live weekly webcast on how we are connected and the way we get around. I'm Ryan Girardi. Thank you for joining us today. Is Wednesday, October the 9th. Happy Hump Day to everyone. And Curious Events Day. should turn on my video here. Thanks for reminding me, Terry. <laughs> uh, Curious Events Day. It celebrates the great mysteries of the world. What cats actually do. Does the Loch Ness Monster exist? How crop circles are made? Uh, is, the, is the world really uh, run by an elite alien reptile race <laughs> um, so celebrate the day by pondering upon what makes you curious it might be a big issue it might be something small but uh, let's hope it's something more fun than discovering the source of the empty milk carton in your fridge terry what's what um what would be a curious event for you well i tell you what i'm curious about uh, i was up at one o'clock this morning watching uh, watching Angel Heart. I've been watching scary movies. It's Halloween month, so everyone's uh, playing all their Halloween movies. And I've watched in the last week Angel Heart and Skeleton Key. And I'm curious, Ryan, do you know the difference between hoodoo and voodoo? Hoodoo and voodoo. I'm more voodoo stuck on what voodoo. Angel Heart and Skeleton Key are, those cartoons. You don't, no, you don't know either of these movies? No. Great, great, great no. horror movies. Oh my goodness! I'll have to look An into that. Angel Heart with uh, with Robert De Niro and uh, uh, Robert De Niro and a, and a couple other great people that I can't think of off the top of my head. Skeleton Keys got Kate Hudson in it. Uh, both of how, them are set uh, in New Orleans with all the all the hoop. Um, Skeleton Key is probably about fifteen years old. Angel Heart's from the late eighties, eighty seven, eighty eight, something like that. Never heard of them. Are they are they like cult movies? They're, they were they were mainstream big time movies, uh, like the big time horror drama suspense movies. Look at that! There you go. You know how you say you're you're, a rom you're 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 a romantic comedy guy, ain't you, Ryan? Oh yeah, all day, all day, chick flicks, all day. <laughs> chick <laughs> flicks. Question: I forgot what your question was. What the difference between hoodoo and voodoo? Hoodoo and voodoo. Uh, are they both rooted in New Orleans? Actually, voodoo. voodoo is rooted in Africa. Voodoo is an African religion that uh, that uh, the slaves brought over and is uh, is okay. practiced throughout uh, throughout the Caribbean and in the deep south. Hoodoo. Hold on, don't say. Think don't of say. Voodoo. Don't say. I was going to Go say, ahead. would hoodoo be based on Hinduism? No, no. Hoodoo's like folk magic, folk magic, folk medicine, and it's uh, that's that's what when when people think of sticking pin in the zombie doll and all mm -hmm. that, that's all hoodoo and and casting curses and uh, 
grinding oh. up John to conquer our roots. So most what most people think of as voodoo is actually hoodoo and is uh, is folk magic from the deep south around New Orleans. Okay. But voodoo is yeah, actually you always a, say a, an ancient religion. Yeah, because you think of a voodoo doll as what you stick pins in, but you're saying that's hoodoo. That's a hoodoo doll, yeah. Hoodoo, voodoo, doo-doo. Who knew? Who knew? Very cool. See, that's why you tune in, folks, because you always get to learn something just unexpected and off the wall. And so that's, <laughs> that's good. Well, hey, speaking of curious events today, today we have a special guest. Her name is Ashley Carr. She's head of B2B marketing at Car Gurus. Uh, and she's come to talk with us about the upcoming Car Gurus Navigate 19 conference. It's October 22nd and 23rd. So Ashley is a strategic marketing leader in the SaaS space and bringing strong brand and general management experience from CPG and robust analytical skills from management consulting. And her experience includes building and leading a team of over 20 marketers in demand generation, product marketing, customer marketing, operations, all that good stuff. So in a moment, we'll have Ashley join us. I think she might've just popped on screen. So hello, Ashley. And uh, real quick, uh, folks, if you're tuned in live, thank you for taking time to be here. Today's show will probably run a little bit longer than 30 minutes. If you're listening on the podcast, shouts out to you and uh, all of our podcast listeners. And maybe you're watching the live stream. Feel free to use the comment section if you like. If you haven't already, uh, text the keyword autoconverse to 64600 and have this show sent to your phone every week via text message. This is recorded as soon as the live stream ends. Uh, it becomes unlisted. So without the link, you wouldn't be able to watch the recording. So texting in gets you the link. And also signing up and registering with the show gets you the link as, as well. All right. So Ashley, let's get rolling here. Welcome. Welcome from Boston. Good to see you. Thank you. And you are in Cambridge, which is literally like attached to Boston, right? On, on yeah, we're just a, a river between us. There so you I, go. I can see Boston from our window. Yep. A couple years ago, uh, shortly after we had launched the Dealer Refresh Roundtable, um, we, I was in Boston for one of the episodes and I uh, rented out a, uh, a office space and was able to position it. So behind me, you had a really nice view overlooking nice. the city. So your, your background reminds me of that. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. We do have some pretty amazing views here. We're very lucky. <laughs> well, welcome to the show folks. We're going to talk with Ashley about the upcoming conference. So, uh, Ashley, why don't you give us the big picture overview? I'm going to bring up the website while you're talking, and we'll uh, go through some of the keynotes and activities there. Awesome. Yeah, so we're, we are super excited to be hosting our first conference, um, October 22nd and 23rd in Boston, our hometown. So um, it'll have, you know, the thing that we think is really different and why we decided to go about doing this is that we're bringing speakers and content and insights from both within automotive, but also from our you know, heritage and background in technology. Um, and we think that that will really provide dealers with um, unique insights in terms of where things are going within the industry, but then also you know, really concrete, practical best practices with respect to marketing and sales that they can take home and use today. So that's sort of the high level. Uh, I'm happy to get into more details as well. Yeah, question for you. From what I understand, Car Gurus has been doing kind of, I don't know what you'd call them, smaller user or dealer conf 
um, uh, events or workshops, correct? Yeah, so we've done maybe six or eight at this point over the last year or so. Um, what we call them is CGX, um, and they're you know half day sessions where we're bringing you know insights from our own research around driver behavior, um, folks from other leaders in technology like Google and Facebook, um, and and dealers together to network, learn, and, and share insights. Um, and they've been really successful and have a, a lot of interest in continuing them. And so that was sort of the impetus for us to say, like, let's let's try to do something even bigger. And, you know, we have over 30 sessions at Navigate. Um, and so we'll see. Obviously, the first time we're doing it, but um, we have a ton of momentum. We're really excited about it. So let's look at some of the uh, presenters and speakers. Uh, uh, we have uh, Langley here, founder and CEO. Now, Kelly. McKearney, she's, she's, uh, she hits the circuit quite a bit. She's pr probably a known name for a lot of folks. Uh, David Kane, uh, there's Gray Scott. Just saw him actually uh, at Driving Sales. So. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so why don't you speak to us? Uh, sh let me find the uh, keynotes. Yeah, they're, they're up uh, towards the top there. Okay, go up here. So you have Guy Kawasaki, pretty kind of almost a household name, I'd say, in the tech space. Yeah, so he, we're excited. He'll be doing one of our um, keynotes from the outside. The other, there's two keynotes coming from the outside and then two coming from Cargaroos. So Guy will be doing his talk on the art of innovation. So we were really excited about having him speak. I personally haven't seen him speak before, but I've heard really great things um, and think that his experience in building brands can really uh, translate to great um, actions that we can take uh, in the automotive space specifically. Well, a great bill to have for sure. And then we see Damon John. He is, uh, was it Shark Tank? Yeah. So, it, you know, if you are into entrepreneurship, um, which I'm sure many of your listeners are, Damon John is, has been on Shark Tank for a long time, um, but he also, you know, is an entrepreneur himself. Um, so he'll be give, giving his speech on five sharp points, uh, fundamentals of success in business and life. Um, and I actually have seen Damon speak before. He's super engaging, like really motivating. Um, so I, he will be kicking off the conference. Um, and uh, I think people will be really excited to hear what he has to say, too. Probably has a lot of energy, I, I imagine. Yes. Yep. All right. So who else we got here? You said, so two keynotes from outside the industry and then two from, from car gurus, you said? Yeah. So the, the two talks um, from car gurus. So one will be Langley Steinert, our CEO um, and co-founder who I'm not sure if you were aware, but he um, was also one of the co-founders of TripAdvisor. So he has you know a long history of entrepreneurship and, uh, really bringing transparency and technology to different industries. So he'll be doing a fireside chat um, with Kyle Stock of Bloomberg. So we're excited about that. Um, and then we have our COO, our CMO, and our chief product officer doing a keynote as well, talking more about, you know, car gurus, you know, what our future vision is and where we're going, where we see the market going. So um, that will be on Wednesday morning. Okay. So it kicks off Tuesday morning. Um, we got really midday Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that you, like you said, there's just upwards to 30 different breakout sessions across the two days, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think the problem people have that are attending is what session to go to, um, which is always a good problem in my opinion. And we'll, 
we'll definitely be you know capturing the learnings for those that miss sessions uh, so they can learn later. Mm -hmm. And there is a Women of Navigate dinner reception? Yes, so this will be the first time that we've done this before. So that's on Tuesday evening. Um, you know, there's a limited number of spaces, but we still have space available for women that are attending the conference if they're interested in going. Um, but we will have um, a speaker coming as well. Her name is Jen Welter, who is the, was the first female coach in the NFL. So definitely a very interesting role um, and talking about what it's like to lead in a male dominated space. Um, so it should be a really nice event for folks to network amongst other women within the automotive space, but then also get some interesting insights um, and, and perhaps some tips and tricks from Jen as well. Um, so she should be pretty awesome. And I believe she is sticking around to, to network as well. All right, very cool. Is she an active coach or not anymore? Um, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I will have to ask her. Only, she said she's the yeah, first female coach. Yeah, first, I guess. first, yeah. I suspect she might not be because it's football season. <laughs> Right, she'd be a little bit, she'd be preoccupied. <laughs> but I'm not uh, sure, I don't want to speak for her. <laughs> cool, and then I think um, uh, as part of the breakouts, uh, we have lined up a, a panel discussion that you guys are having me out to, uh, yes. to help moderate. Maybe you can talk, speak to that a little bit. Yeah, so we're psyched to have Ryan join. He'll, he'll be moderated, moderating a panel that we're calling Knock Your Dad's Car Lot, um, The Changing Face of Auto Retail. Um, with folks from Carvana, ClearShift, and, and Roadster. So um, I don't know if you, if you want to hit on it at all any further, but um, we're excited thinking about like new ways of auto and, and how, and really hearing about it from different parts of the industry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Carvana comes up all the time in conversations that I do on my side, uh, just because the, you know, they're a unique company, they're grabbing a lot of market share. Uh, so they, they do come up a lot. And and I couldn't turn down the offer to to come be part of that and <laughs> and uh, and uh, and be part of that conversation. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. So why don't I go ahead and announce uh, for folks that are tuned in? And I forgot I haven't even checked uh, who's tuned in. If anyone's asked any questions, so I will do that in just a moment. But uh, 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 Car Gurus is extending a very generous uh, uh, offer for, for members and listeners and fans of auto conversion. I, I think ticket prices are, are six ninety five, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then if you're a car gurus, uh, customer dealer, then, uh, I think you automatically get a hundred dollars off. But with, uh, with our, uh, relationship here, you can get, uh, $300 off your pass to navigate. And that's, like you said, it's not just for, for dealers. Others in the industry can participate and be there as well. Uh, with a 40, I think it was a 43% discount from the listed price. Yes. So uh, I think you can click right through there to register and maybe get to the site as well. So. Yep. I put the link right in there. So if you're subscribed to autoconversion.net, you uh, should have received an email with this information by now already. And I'll be sure to put it in the show notes for everybody as well. Well, very cool. Before you say goodbye, any any uh, final thoughts or words you'd like to share? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're if you're on the fence and you're not registered, um, definitely consider coming to Navigate. I think it's a day and a half of time, but it'll be a really good investment in terms of your own learning and, and future development with uh, within the automotive space. So we hope you can make it. I know time out of the dealership is um, is always hard, but uh, 
we will make it worth your while. And I have no doubt you will. And so what we'll do is ask you, thank you for, for taking the time to be here and joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you out there. Me too. I'll be out there in a little less than two weeks. And folks, what we'll do is we'll, we'll go ahead and let Ashley, uh, we'll go let, let Ashley go. Uh, I'm just coming back from the Driving Sales Executive Summit in Las Vegas. And so Terry and I are going to spend a little bit of time uh, uh, looking at that. And also just a couple uh, news and current uh, things we threw out there we wanted to talk about is Toyota's new augmented reality shopping experience. And something that's developed, I've seen this come up a couple of times, is about the affordability of cars. A big article about America's middle class not being able to afford the car, our cars anymore. And then, um, uh, again, time permitting, uh, Terry found a really cool article called The Implausibility of Intelligence Explosion, which I want to open, open a can of worms with. But um, <laughs> Terry, so that's pretty My big cool. question... Yeah, my big question is how much sleep have you had, Ryan? You've been you've been uh, you've been jet setting around the world in uh, in thirty days and uh, out there hobnobbing with the beautiful people. Did you get any sleep last night? I'm pretty good about getting sleep. I don't I don't go out. You know, Joe Webb and Sean Rains and Arnold Tarina, they have their karaokeathon at all these events, and I yeah. told them I would go this time, and I didn't. I was yeah. I think I ended up having dinner with um with brian allen and some of the higher car crew thanks by the way brian uh for having us it was a just a wonderful dinner and i think by the end of that i was i was done i went right yeah. and i don't even know what time it was maybe 10 or 11 o'clock so yeah I've, I've told you when i go to these conferences I've, I've only recently started going going some i mean in my younger days i didn't go to hardly any at all which was probably a good thing because i could never turn down a party uh but now i go i go to the i go to these things and uh and I, I, I immediately, I, I want to get back in my hotel room. I want to order some room service. I want to, uh, I want, I want to put on, you know, I want, I want to watch uh, NCIS on TV and go to sleep. That's, uh, that, that's, that, that's my big idea. Well, you sound pretty darn boring. I, 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 I am, I'm immensely boring. <laughs> but I, I save it all for the show, baby. I turn it on when it needs to be on. I agree. You really do. You really do. You're looking good. Did you get new glasses? Uh, they, nope. These are my, these are my reading glasses. They're like six for a dollar on Amazon. So I need to get glasses. I've been procrastinating because yeah. I went to the store and started putting them on. And as you can imagine, the first time you see yourself in glasses, it's like, what? So yeah. after about two or three minutes, I said, I can't do this right now. And I, it's been about three or four months and I haven't gone back to get glasses. <laughs> so I need yeah, to you, you you get used to it. So tell me, tell, riddle me this. What, what did you learn at driving sales? What, what's your big takeaway? So uh, I'm going to answer that question to, to give people some context. And if you're in case you weren't there or had no clue, uh, the, the, this, this was the 10th annual executive summit by driving sales. In the past, it's been at the Bellagio. This time it was at the Aria Convention Center. And it was split into three levels. So there was the main registration area. Beneath that was the breakout sessions. And then up top was a mezzanine. And that's where the sponsor hall was. That's where all the exhibitors would have um, you know, their, their table slots. That's where meals were served. And then Sunday and Monday night were, were, were receptions, right? Uh, okay. Most people were there on Monday. So what uh, we had done is, is driving sales had set us up right outside the sponsor hall uh, on the mezzanine. So as you 
as you enter and exit that area, uh, we had this, this couch, the seating area, really nice leather, glossy couch comes at a 90 degree angle. And then some, let's, let's be honest, Ryan, it was a Hollywood set. It was, it was uh, cool. You got to see it, right? Yeah. Um, Hollywood we, set. So I was pretty much locked into that the whole time. I had my camera set up. Mike Carrera from Dealer Built uh, helped me run the camera and took pictures and did social media. We had people coming in doing one-on-one -on -one interviews. We did some group chats. Some of it we streamed live on the, on the AutoConverse Facebook page. And it was cool. So here's what I learned to answer your question. Um, it, is, it is becoming increasingly more difficult to attract dealers to get out of the dealership to these conferences. Uh, attendance has been down at, at digital dealer and driving sales over the past few years. But when we had it, we actually struck up a conversation to talk about why, what's causing that. And everyone's got different opinions and perceptions about why that is. Is it, you know, there's an oversupply of, of things to go to. Is it because of digital media? Uh, you can't narrow it down to one thing. But I would say this, it doesn't seem like the demand for that, for that type of content, for conference content, it doesn't seem like the demand is increasing. Right. I don't think there's a shortage of, 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 of people that would benefit from it. And I definitely don't think that, you know, digital media is, is the reason why it could be, and we may never know, but there are benefits you get at an, at an in-person event that you just can't get anywhere else. It's like yeah. a sales demo. What would you, would you rather, if you're, if you're selling a product, would you rather do it in person or via, you know, via, via web meeting? So there's benefits that you just can't get. So to answer your question, what did I learn? I think that from a dealer standpoint, um, there is some sort of disconnect somewhere um, on, a, on dealerships, personnel's either awareness or capacity or to, to get access to this information that is so crucial. And that could be from leadership. It could be that vendors are more than willing to be there. And so dealers feel like it's a vendor fest. That could yep. be part of it. It could be digital media. Um, and I also do think that the exhibitors and sponsors are part of the problem in the sense that I think that they put out the money to be there, but they don't have strategies and processes in place to make sure that dealers get there too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the entire thing. What, what would you guess the percentage of vendors versus dealers was there? And, and you've been to two in the last, in the last month. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to tell. There's, there's, it really is hard to tell and get a count because it's spread out. And mind you, I'm in a bubble, right? I'm right. locked into one place and my bubble, unlike I think a lot of the exhibitors, my bubble is constantly buzzing and humming with people, right? Because right. people want to get in and have conversations and they wait in line and they, you know, they network with others and they, Hey, come over and, and get on this. They like being on live feeds. So right. it's so hard for me to tell without actually, you know, getting a report that shows you that. I do know yeah. this. Driving sales wants a two to one dealer to vendor ratio and they price it to make that, to, to make that happen. So it, if I were to say that, let's say there were 500 dealers there and I, I could be wrong. I don't know. And that doesn't even matter in my opinion, because I don't think that a, a 
an event has to be judged by its attendance. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like saying Mercedes Benz isn't a great car because it, you know, it's, it's number 23 on the list of manufacturers for units. Right. Right. It's not about volume. Um, and, and I think there's an old mindset that the more, the more people, the better. And I don't yeah, think it only, it, it only takes one conversation. I mean, that's in and, and, and everything is a joke. And that, I, I do the same thing on digital media. I don't track downloads or views or any of that because it only takes one conversation. And if I end up talking to the one right person, then everything I did was completely worthwhile. And if you go to a convention and you end up talking to the one right person, every, everything was worthwhile. And, and I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I was sitting down eating with uh, uh, Greg Noonan. This was um, Tuesday morning. And he's talking to a gentleman at the table who, in, from the conversation I thought was a dealer. And so I introduced myself and he wasn't. And we got, and, and what Greg was saying is you can't plan coincidence. You can't orchestrate yeah. and strategize coincidence. And there, if there's one thing that you get at, at in-person events is, is you get, you get unexpected spontaneous coincidences. And yeah. so I introduced myself to the gentleman and I'll, I'll leave the details out cause I talked about it yesterday and, I want, and, and for time's sake, but it was just so magically coincidental that he was sitting there at the table. Uh, and, and I looked across the table to Greg and I said, man, speak of coincidence. You just can't plan for that. And we all had a, all had a good chuckle. Uh, be ready to be lucky. That's all you can do. Be ready yeah. to be lucky. So I know there's people that have that here's sentiments that I hear from dealers and vendors in, in our space is they'll say things like, Oh, every conference I go, it's the same people. It's the same content everywhere I go, which yeah. is actually not true. I think you can say there are some of the, you see a lot of the same people from event to event, but I was just at the automotive CX summit in May or June. Okay. Put on by TL summits, thought leadership summits. It's two back-to-back one day summits, automotive CX, and then the auto CX uh, analytics and attribution summit. Each of them targets uh, basically about two to 300 people to be there and a lot of people will, will attend both. They cross over. That was the first event I've been to in recent years where I didn't really, I felt like I didn't know anybody. I, really? I did a count of the people that I knew there. It was like six. Wow. Whereas at driving sales, when I left uh, the loss, when I left, uh, got to the airport in Las Vegas, I ran into four people from the summit that I knew. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so I, to say that it's the same people and the same content everywhere is not true. Um, and, and again, all the content, the content's not the issue. The content's great. I'm not saying everything that comes out of a conference is awesome, all right. but, but <laughs> there's some great information, uh, and, and you're only going to get it if you're there. Yeah. And, and, and the, the key is always not necessarily the information, but what you're willing to take back home and, and, and put into action. Cause, uh, and that's another thing I, I, that I think about is there's, the information is one thing, but what are you going to do with it is, is the other thing. Well, if you go for, to, to a conference for two or three days and sit in you know, five or seven breakout sessions, you're probably not going to be able to do much with all of that information. Right. Um, so I think that's, that could be part of, the, part of the challenge is what do we do with it? And I think that goes back to there's no process in place for a dealer to – systematically uh, consume 
and be educated by good information and then and then apply it and put it to use. What I've always found, and this has happened to me on more than one occasion, I'll go to a conference and I'll, I'll spend two days just, you know, cramming stuff into my brain. And, uh, and then I'll, you know, I'll get on the plane and I'll decompress a little bit. And all of a sudden I start getting seemingly apropos of nothing out of nowhere, all these ideas that weren't really necessarily connected with what I had going on at the conference. They just kind of, kind of get my brain working in different ways. And so twice on an airplane coming back from a conference, I've made major life decisions and, and, and different trajectories and, and strategies just because it, uh, I, yeah, and the same thing happened, you know, happens in college, you cram for an exam and then you always take 12 hours to decompress and your brain is re ready to go. So there's something about, uh, about flooding your brain with all this information and then giving it a chance to, uh, to, to accept and, and, and process. I, I get a, I, I, I'm totally with you. You get all these ideas and like, oh, I should do this and do that. And it, it almost creates a level of anxiety. Uh, and then here's the funny thing. You get back home and this is a perfect example. I didn't get home till after one in the morning last mm -hmm. night. And, you know, I had to get up right away and get caught up on emails and get ready for today's show. It's like right back to the grind. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and, um, and uh, again, you need the ability, I think, to execute on a lot of these things because the information, uh, it, does it does foster ideas. To me, I find it motivating, right? It's like, oh, I, I'm going to try this and try that. Uh, but I do think we need some, some mechanism. I think dealers need a mechanism to really put this stuff into motion. Um, if there's one consistent theme I hear when I ask people what brings you to driving sales and, and talking to dealers and they say, this I come here because this is where the most forward thinking people in our in our space go. But here's what's ironic. I'm not going to call their names out, but there were two people that I reached out to coming up to the event that I assumed would be there. Yeah. And both of them said, no, they weren't going to make it this year. Right. And they're some of the most revered forward thinking people in the space. So um, that that kind of I took notice. And I'm like, man, I would really expect them to be there. And they just weren't, they weren't going. Yeah. I, um, I've always tried to maintain, I, I've never liked being on the bleeding edge because, because the leading edge is the bleeding edge. There's, a, there's, a lot, there's lots of pain there at the forefront. I, I like to be in, in the second wave. <laughs> I like for someone else to take the heat and then for me to watch what they've done and then figure it out from there. So I, I, I try to be just, just behind the, 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 the forward edge. No, it's too much. Uh, you can definitely be too soon. And yep. if you, and if you are, if you are that early in, then yeah, you're, um, uh, you're the one that's got to convince everybody else that what you're doing is, uh, is something to look into, but good stuff all around. Um, you know, I was really pleased with everything and shouts out to uh, our partners that, that, that help make it possible for us to be there. Uh, call source dealer built and fixed ops digital. Uh, it was, I think everyone was really happy with the outcome of that. And you guys look fantastic. Seriously, on the couch though, it looked like you know late night with Ryan Girardi. It was, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a big deal. You and Mike and Laurie and people sitting on the couch. I think, I think next year you need to have a band. If you could get you know Doc Severinsen and the Tonight Show Orchestra or <laughs> whoever else might want to be out there, the uh, the, the hardcore, what's it, the uh, the G8 band from uh, from uh, the, uh, the late night show now. Yeah. Uh, I think you know what that speaking of ideas, so many ideas come up on how to take things to the next level. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, 
is that they they require people collaboration time you know and resources and meaning capital yeah. you know? so there is a business behind all of this and and that is you know one of the drivers i see vendors throw money at things and and i and i'm not shy about saying this there's some there's some old fashioned thinking that is yeah. that per, that is just completely permeates uh, industry and then I'm not saying it's just in the auto industry. It's in all industries. There's some old-fashioned thinking, and a lot of money goes into those old ideas. And I just don't see those ideas delivering the results. And hey. you can get great results from, from, any, from any event like that. Speaking of old-fashioned ideas, there's a, there's a convention in Nashville next week, and, uh, and I'm going to be a booth babe. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and a uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think a thong, yeah, some, something like that might work. I had uh, I had some friends who are coming in town for a convention here in Nashville. And they, that, that's <laughs> they 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 needed some extra hands at at the convention, and they wanted some some, some folks to work it. So they're uh, they're going to get me to come out and just uh, shake hands and kiss babies and uh, and talk talk to people and you know kind of steer them toward the correct conversation. I don't know anything about their product. I don't even know what the convention is about. I'm just there. I'm sh- I'm going to show up and be pretty, Ryan. It's what I do. I have no doubt. I'm sure you will. Hey, listen, we're, I always say I want to keep the show to 30 minutes and I'm good at that. And, and I don't mind special editions once in a while, but just to acknowledge uh, those that are tuned in live or, or watching later, we, uh, I'm Ryan Girardi here, Terry Lancaster. We're, we're doing a recap of driving sales executive summit, which I just mentioned. I got back from, from Sunday, uh, Monday and yesterday and earlier in the show, we had Ashley Carr on. She's head of B2B marketing at CarGurus, who's uh, doing their inaugural uh, user conference later this month, October 22nd and 23rd, called Navigate. So Navigate 19. And by uh, being a listener, being a fan, if you want to attend that, uh, uh, go up to autoconversion.net, look for our announcement about that, look in the show notes here, and use our promo code. You'll get $300 off your registration to that event. Which, in case you missed it, I'll be uh, uh, be there myself, conducting a, a panel with um, with some of the uh, leaders at Carvana, ClearShift, and Roadster as well. So that's something to look forward to. Um, what do you think, Terry? Keep keep it going. I mean, we get into uh, um, some some political issues, some current events. What we've got, we've got there's lots of big news. Of course, everything's coming out of Washington now. We got the G, we got the GM thing going out right now, and I don't really know anyone who knows what's going on there. I hear I hear rumors about the about the strike, but I don't know how much of it is actually true. The, the big rumor I hear is that the stuff that you hear on TV is not really what they're arguing about. That there there's lots of undercurrent stuff about the future of the automotive business that they're trying to get hashed out. But that doesn't play well on TV, so they're trying to make it uh, more about healthcare and job security and, and things like that. But the underlying current is 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 there even going to be you know what? It takes a lot fewer people people to manufacture electric cars than it does to manufacture uh, uh, internal combustion engine cars because they have about one fifth the number of parts. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of discussion going on about who's going to build the car of the future and and where's that going to leave the UAW? I think that's the big thing they're fighting about. And the, the caveat to all this, all this is you have governments putting the kibosh on, on uh, internal combustion engines, yeah. mandating electric vehicles. Meanwhile, the only company that can seem to sell 
electric cars right now at scale and profitably is Tesla. Every other automaker can't seem to pull it off. Well, I tell tell you what, that's what I thought up until a couple weeks ago when Cox invested all that money in Rivian and I started looking at them and I think they've they've actually got a plan. They've They've got cars in the pipeline. Is, trucks. They've got trucks in the pipeline. So here's the thing. Gas prices have remained pretty low. If you think about it, they've been basically, I remember when gas prices crossed the $2 mark, it was right. uh, like 99, 2000, which was yeah. huge. It was epic. Yeah. And for the most part, gas remains around two fifty to $3. I know if you're in California, it's way more. Right. Um, but, you know, for the most part, you're looking at between 250. So that's not a large increase over the last, you know, 20 years. And yeah. I think a lot of that is because the oil companies know if gas prices get too high, it's going to push right. the demand for electric vehicles, which is going to pretty much terminate the oil industry to, to some degree. Right. Uh, the, the oil companies know that they need to shift, you know, their, their energy companies, right? Their energy right. first companies, not oil companies. But I think that's a big part of it. I think well, the oil industry is very uh, intentionally making sure prices uh, keep the demand for um, for, uh, uh, for ICEs. I, I 100% agree. And I think uh, from an evil genius standpoint, I think, uh, I think Elon Musk doesn't envision Tesla as a car company. Tesla mm-hmm. long-term is an energy company. Mm-hmm. Tesla is an energy company. They want to be solar and, and, uh, and, and electric and everything they've done so far is to start pushing that conversation. I, I, I think eventually he wants to be in the energy business and compete with energy because energy is a much bigger business than transportation. And what Elon has done masterfully is he's focused on creating a, a brand in a way, an image, an idea that you're part of something special. Whereas when the, the mm-hmm. car makers, the automakers come out with their EV car, it's not something special, right? It's just, it's just something yeah. a little bit new and yeah. different brought to you by the, you know, the same old, same old company. Um, right. Now the automakers do understand that they need to shift uh, their, their perception of who they are as mobility, as mobility companies, mobility as a service providers yeah. and not car makers. Um, yeah. And and I speak to that in my article series on convergence that I released last month, how, you know, we're going from having an automotive industry and a tech industry and a, um, a data industry and mm-hmm. a shipping and logistics industry. It's all converging. Yeah. I, I often wonder if we're going to have a new name for it all. I mean, gig economy is kind <laughs> of used now, you know, right. But like, I, to me, they're not separate industries anymore. They're not sectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything's converging, which is fascinating. Yeah. And everything is, mo- is being delivered as a service. You, you, you know, so it's all, it's all uh, transportation and uh, data and uh, everything as a service. So let's do this. You came, we're not going to get into this, folks. We're gonna, we want to set right. up a panel. Terry and I want to set up a panel. But let me share my screen. Share my screen here. Uh, where do we go? Where do we go? Ding, 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 ding. Right here. Okay. The implausibility of intelligence explosion. I started on this. I'm like, man, we got to get a group going to talk about this. But yeah, 
give us an overview of, uh, of what, what's going on here in this piece. Well, the big thing is everyone talks about artificial intelligence, especially the conferences I've been at. Everyone's concerned about what's happening with artificial intelligence. And Elon Musk is, is he says artificial intelligence is the big, the big threat to humankind and the economy and everything else that's out there, out there looming along. People are afraid the robots are not only taking over, the robots are become, going to become the robot overlords. And what this uh, article is basically saying is that robots and artificial intelligence can't become greater than the sum of its parts. It can never surpass humanity because humanity reaches has reached its great intelligence through through networking and connectivity. And most of the human mind, he says, exists in our community. The human mind exists in humankind, and that we all our shared intelligence is what has allowed us to uh, to compete. I uh, I kind of disagree with his uh, with his uh, with his. The thesis a little bit because uh, all the computers are connected and they have the same connectivity and network effects that humanity had. And if we hadn't had our network effects, the last human would have died in the jaws of a saber-toothed tiger, you know, about a million years ago. Uh, but by joining together, we grew into what we are. Current question is, what happens when the robots join together? I do not disagree with this premise. And the reason why is it's akin to saying that humans will one day be like, you know, the equivalent to God or overtake God. We are the ultimate form of artificial intelligence. If you think about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think one of the most important questions that we should, we could ask ourselves isn't so much, why are we here, but where do our, where do our thoughts and ideas come from? Right. Are they coming from a physical something inside your brain or are they coming from a non-physical uh, source that's somewhere you know, some somewhere else, but it, either way, it's coming from a source. Right? And that's the question. That's, that's the question, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, again, um, I don't, I do not buy into the whole uh, uh, fear, uh, fear mongering that uh, robots, machines are going to take over, are going to take, you know, the whole uh, concept of Borg on Star Trek. Um, it, you know, there will always be things that humans, that, that machines cannot do. And whatever a machine can do, by golly, they should, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that we can evolve. Because it will; it'll evolve us, and we'll do different things. Well, I, 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 th- I think there's, uh, I, I think there's, uh, there's a lot to that, and it's worthy of a longer conversation, Ryan. It definitely is. It definitely is. All right, so, folks, thanks for tuning in here uh, uh, again. Car Gurus Navigate 19 get $300 off. That's October 22nd, 23rd. Uh, go to autoconversions.net. You'll, you'll probably start seeing banners for that. Check your email if you're registered uh, and save yourself $300. And if you're going to be there, let me know. Uh, we'll coordinate. I'll be there as well. I'll have camera in hand and, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll connect and, and have a good time together. On the same dates, I have to mention, on those exact same dates, there is the Automotive Warranty Management Summit. I know it's not as sexy and as exciting as a lot of these other uh, things going on, but if you're into the warranty management and profitability business, make sure you get yourself there. We've worked out a special promotion um, with the summit. Uh, Passes are $1,500, but through auto conversion with our promo code, you can get two free dealer passes to that summit. Again, that's October 22nd and 23rd as well. If you like what we're doing, be sure you're subscribed to uh, our YouTube channel and have uh, notifications turned on uh, so that you can be notified when we schedule and go live. These shows are recorded 
and featured on the Auto Converse podcast. I just released last week's podcast featuring Troy Blackwell from New Venere. What we got talking about were some of the pain points that dealerships are facing and uh, the dynamic between dealers and OEMs and how OEMs need to help right size. That's not my term. That's, um, uh, that's, the, that's Troy's, but right size the dealership. And finally, remember, go to autoconversion.net, look under shows, find the mobility tech and connectivity show. Get yourself registered so that you're on the inside scoop. We'll send you an invitation to join us in Slack because that's where all the asynchronous magic happens. Right, Terry? Asynchronous, baby. It's the word of the day. Write it down. (laughs) Good stuff. And shouts out to, uh, again, Ashley Carr and Brian Kramer and the team at Car Gurus for uh, setting up. Uh, today's uh, special guest appearance with Ashley. Terry, any uh, any final thoughts from you? As always, thanks for having me on. Always a blast. I always learn a little something. Uh, so I know today is curious day. So I'm walking away a better man for being here with you, Ryan. Thank you. Be curious, people. Always be curious. It'll keep the mind young. This is Audiburst Media.